podcast. I hope you are doing well. I'm feeling great. I'm recording this post eclipse. This last one really did some things. It was the most potent shift I've ever felt from an eclipse energy. Like I always feel this, but I feel like this was like a big one for really transforming people's lives. So I'm just curious to hear, and I already am hearing just like in the channel collective membership and with friends and stuff. I just feel like so many people have completed big contracts, are opening up their next level. New things are dropping in. Like it's really exciting and I think new territory for a lot of people. So I love this and I love witnessing it. I love witnessing the transformation and and the changes. And I've been going through some of my own as well, which I'm really excited about. So recently I hosted my Connecting With Your Soul Purpose retreat, which was amazing. And obviously I had all of the beverages there, which meant like 20 boxes of Element. And we went through those boxes very quickly. And the uh, ladies there were saying that I should make my own little guide as to how I use Element. You guys know I'm obsessed with these electrolytes. Most electrolytes are filled with crap ingredients, to be honest. These are the cleanest electrolytes out there. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that extra stuff. And you know, I used to think that electrolytes were really just for athletes and they're not. If you are on a whole foods based diet at all, especially if you're low carb, but even when I'm not lower carb or keto, I still need a lot more electrolytes. If you're consistently active, which I know a lot of you here are consistently active, that doesn't have to mean full athlete, but if you're active and or If you are a light worker, if you are doing a lot of energy work, if you're doing a lot of frequency work, especially if you're any type of healer, like we are burning through a lot of light. And, you know, during the retreat, it was two days and we were just moving so much energy through everything we were covering. And everyone was like, holy shit, I need 20 packs of electrolytes today. If you notice that you have random symptoms like headaches, fatigue, poor concentration, constant cravings, fluid retention, leg cramps, You might have an electrolyte imbalance. I used to have all of those symptoms and I always thought they were connected to some bigger health issue and then I just started drinking electrolytes and everything evened out. So it could be as simple as that and Element tastes amazing. So here's a lowdown. My favorite flavors are the citrus salt, the watermelon, and some are between orange and raspberry. Hard for me to decide. I like all of those in cold water and start with less, like start with a quarter of a packet or half a packet until you get used to it or that might be all you need. Also, depending on how big your cup is, like I will use a full packet if it's a 32 ounce cup. But then the chocolate ones, which the chocolate medley is still available. You want to drink these hot. And what I love about these is it's like hot chocolate without anything in it. Like it's actually bizarre how good this tastes. Honestly, it doesn't make sense to me. The mint chocolate, I drink pretty much every day in the evening. I just literally mix in hot water and it tastes amazing. You could add in nut milk if you want, but I actually don't usually do that. The chocolate salt and the chocolate caramel. You can also mix in with hot water, but I actually love to put these in with coffee or like a dandelion tea, chicory root tea, dandy blend, like something with that kind of profile. And it just tastes so amazing, especially if you do like the chocolate caramel with coffee. It's like this salted caramel latte without any syrup or sugar or any of that stuff you don't want. So the chocolate ones you want to drink hot. The rest are great cold and you could even mix in like you could do chocolate salt with raspberry and have like chocolate raspberry or chocolate orange. That could be really delicious too. Do not sleep on this. It's a game changer. I want to hear if you have any fun flavor combos as well. I'm always interested in figuring out new ways to drink my element. Whether you are a new or a returning customer, if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC and use that code CTC, that will get you a free sample pack with your order. So it's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. You'll get a free sample pack with your order every single time. So you can try out all the flavors, add more to your collection. And Element does no questions asked refunds. So it's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you can get your money back and you don't even have to return the box. They seriously have the best customer service. So you literally have nothing to lose. Go to drinkelement.com slash CTC get your free sample pack with your order. Be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can see what your favorite flavor is. I really wanted to share this 
something I've been thinking about, just another kind of, I don't know, mindset tip. I don't, I hate, I don't really like that term. There's something wrong with it. I just don't really like that term, like mindset tip, but I guess it, what it is, what it is kind of so just something with what the guides have been telling me regarding manifestation, just different angles, different ways of viewing it, which is always worth sharing because different things click for different people when it comes to really understanding how we can move energy and shift energy. And I, the, the hardest part about manifestation is the belief part. It's about shifting your subconscious beliefs and believing that you have what you want and, and that it's possible is the first step. We've talked about this before on the podcast about why, why is it more difficult for certain people to manifest body changes? And often a big one is because it's harder for people to claim the belief that their body can change quite rapidly where often it's easier for people to believe that other areas of their life can shift dramatically overnight. And I just want to tell you, in case you need any evidence, because this is going to be helpful whenever you're manifesting something, whenever you want something to shift in your life, give your brain evidence. I do this every time I want to manifest something. Like if I know, if I'm being honest with myself and I know there's a piece of me that is unsure if that's even possible, I will go find evidence for myself of people where this has occurred. The internet is an abundant place of testimonials, anecdotes, which have always been the most helpful for me in my own journey with my health, with my business, everything. I just love hearing anecdotes because it expands your perception of of what is possible because it's like people are experiencing this. And for me with activating a lot of miracles and big shifts in my life, it's helped me to see, whoa, that actually has happened for other people. Like if other people can spontaneously heal and have a miracle, then why not me? That shifts something in our brains where we can actually believe it. Whenever I want to just give my brain some more evidence and just flood it with the knowing, hey, this can happen for me. (laughs) I will head to the internet or ask people I know and just be like, look, if this happened for, you know, this person, it's possible. And that's really all I need to unlock. And I will tell you that there's not a single part of my life that I haven't experienced drastically transform in like a second, in a moment, one opportunity, one person overnight, I wake up and like something is healed. Something is completely gone. Uh, like physical, physical shifts, physical changes where it makes literally no sense how that shifted or changed. I've had it happen. Uh, so remember that we are much more, uh, malleable than, than we might, than we might think and just notice where we're living in limitations of what's possible. But here's the thing that they've just been telling me, which is just a different angle of this. It's, they've just been telling me and you're like, you're going to be like, this is so obvious, but I don't know why this has been landing for me so deeply. Nothing is permanent and everything is temporary. And if I see every single thing as temporary, like everything around me is temporary, not only has that unlocked for me, just a different angle of non-attachment, which is very helpful. Like everything is temporary. So I'll just stop there. Everything is temporary. That allows me to be in such deeper gratitude and appreciation for the present moment and what's happening right now. Like that is really, really beautiful. Everything is temporary and I might not, I'm not going to be this version of me tomorrow. I'm not going to be this version of me next year. My friends and I will talk about this a lot. I'm like, you guys, like next year, we're not going to be where we're at right now. Like, look at what we have available to us right now, right here. Like, this is incredible. Like this stage of our lives, like it's easy to, you know, think the grass is always greener. I can't wait until this happens or this changes, but there's always going to be a point where, you know, you look back and you're like, wow, when I was that age, when I was at that point in my life, I wish I had taken more advantage of my liberties then, or, you know, what I had access to, whatever it is. So everything is temporary. Like everything is always shifting and changing. And it's allowed me to just be in such deeper appreciation for the present moment and what I have available to me right now. But everything is temporary of like, I'm never limited or constricted by my current conditions. And a big thing that was, was something for me to shift like that when I was younger kept me really stuck manifesting wise was I just had this belief that like if something happened, I was stuck in it. And a lot of that for me personally came from, I mean, it came from like programming of things I heard from people around me. I just like growing up kind of believing that like it just, it is what it is. And I think a lot of us have that, but also with my body, because I felt like 
how hard I worked or how hard I tried and my body just wasn't healing. And so I started to create this belief at the time that like, shit, if I have a health issue, I'm just stuck with it. And, and so much of that, like for me, cause I had chronic illness and just having that label, you're told like, this is a lifelong thing and it's not, it doesn't have to be. But when I believed that, then I was like, I started to become fearful of things happening in my life. And I didn't really realize how that was bleeding over into other areas of my life where I just started to let that belief permeate other areas in terms of whenever anything would happen, I would just think like, this is the way it is. Like, and even just the way I was reacting to certain things, like if something didn't go the way that I wanted it to go, I would just feel like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this. Like this didn't work out and I'm screwed and nothing ever is going to work out for me again. Which, you know, when I say that, it's, it sounds ridiculous and, and I know that, but when I really looked back on the way I was thinking, when I was thinking about how I was thinking at the time, I was like, oh shit, there's a piece of me that kind of believes that. Like, and so I'd get scared that something was going to happen that then couldn't get fixed. And so where this, this idea, this belief, this knowing, this whatever, this statement, everything is temporary really just unlocked a lot for me and has really helped just like manifesting wise is for me to understand like everything is transient. And so if I'm going through something that isn't super comfortable or I'm not really enjoying, it's going to shift and change. Like this is healing every day. This is changing every day. This is growing every day because it can be really easy to get stuck in what's happening today and think this is just how it is. And I see this a lot for people with money and I was talking to some friends about it with their business and I'm like, you're assuming that like what's happening right now financially is what's going to happen next month, you know, but it's like everything is temporary. And so that means this is just a phase. So I'll say, I think one of the things that trips people up in entrepreneurship, it can be when the income isn't as consistent as maybe they were used to. And even if people are making the same yearly income as before, people get really tripped up over the idea of like, maybe nothing comes in for three months, then all of a sudden, you know, you get a huge cash injection. And so big picture, it evens out when you look at the overall year, but a lot of people don't like that. Personally, I love it, but you know, just saying what I see. Uh, A lot of people don't like that. And having that few months where nothing's coming in, they let that like really trip them up. And they kind of can spiral and feel like I'm having a bad month. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you're not having a bad month. It's just part of the the energy flow, right? And I'm like, well, why does this matter to you when you know that you're going to make, you know, 30K, 40K, 50K, whatever it is in three months? Like, you're going to get a big cash injection. And like, people will say, tell me, like, I don't know. It just like really bothers me. And when you're in the in the knowing that everything is temporary because it is like, we're always changing and shifting. Like, sorry. I mean, this is why people have their feelings let down. I mean, you guys don't listen to me for my, you know, my subtlety or my (laughs) indirectness. (laughs) I was going to tell you, like, this is why people always get let down. They, they set themselves up to feel let down because they want everything to be permanent. And that's just like literally not how it goes. Nothing is like, we're always growing, shifting, changing. And that's just how it is. Relationships aren't permanent. Even if you're going to be in a relationship for the rest of your life, that relationship is not going to be the same as it, as it is today. Uh, That's not saying it's going to get worse, but it could probably get a lot better. It could, it could be equally as great, but just shift and transform and look a little bit different and have a different energy to it. Like things are always shifting and changing. Nothing is permanent. Like everything is temporary. And when you really let yourself lean into that, like think about that and all the repercussions of that. I think it takes a lot of the pressure off of when you're in the moment and feeling like things aren't really working out or feeling like things are not where you want them to be at. It's like, this is literally just temporary and tomorrow it's going to be better. Uh, And going back to, I just look back at my younger self and I think for a while I really felt like, oh my gosh, I feel like this today. I'm going to feel like this forever because that was my experience with my body. That was my experience with my mental health issues, things like that. Uh, and now it's like something will happen and I don't have a reaction to it because I'm like, everything's temporary. So it's like, uh, if I don't like that, it's going to go away tomorrow. And I think a lot of the spirals come from when we think that this happened and so I'm stuck in it and I'm going to have to deal with it and it's going to be a problem, which then energizes more of that timeline versus everything's temporary. Like this is going to go away tomorrow. No big deal. No big deal. Right. And so 
I think especially with things that feel more difficult to change, I mean, it could be your financial situation. It could be something with your health or with your body, with your appearance. Like everything is temporary. And I'm, I'm in the transition every day. Like this is temporary and I'm headed toward, I'm lining up with what I really desire. It could also be if you're single, right? And you're really wanting to find your person and you're like, maybe you've created this belief that I'm just a perpetually single person. I'm always lonely. It's dating is hard for me. It's like, just because you had a dry spell or, you know, a rough patch or like it's not clicking right now, you can decide <laughs> that that's just who you are and you always have bad luck and like that's a permanent thing and then that's the reality you're creating or you can decide everything's temporary. And when you look at people who do manifest what they want and you look at the actual trajectory, it wasn't that everything was perfect the whole way through. You know, people who... uh Whatever, whatever you think is successful. So people are, who are in a quote successful relationship or in a successful business, um, or, you know, their, their health is super aligned, optimized, whatever the term is. Like when you look at people who have that and you look at their trajectory, it wasn't that there wasn't anything there that, you know, maybe wasn't optimal along the way, but it was that they didn't perceive that as a permanent thing. It was just a temporary thing. You know, it's like, I don't know why, <laughs> whatever. My guides are bringing this up. It's like, if you get a zit, it's like, okay, it's going to go away, you know? Like, <laughs> and it's one type of person that's like energizing it and be like, oh my God, like feeling like it's a permanent thing, even though you know it's not. And then like, what do you create more of? Versus like, it's going to go away and it's no big deal. And then it just passes and you don't deal with it again. So play with that. Everything is temporary. And if, if you're moving through something that's not feeling really good, remind yourself that like everything is temporary. This is temporary. And for me, when I align with that, I can actually start to just like move the timeline. So that temporary bit is very temporary and shorter because I just accept it. It's like, oh, this is just temporary. Okay. And, and I have found, um, okay, this is really random, but they're telling me to say this. I, I had an allergic reaction to something. I've never had a full body allergic reaction to something. It was a supplement I took. I've never had something like this before. I mean, immediately my whole body started getting hot and I immediately just swelled up and broke out in this huge, itchy, painful rash all over my body, like all over my body. I was like, what is this? And I was like getting really hot and I could feel myself kind of like, oh my God, shit. And my brain started to go to, oh my God, is my throat going to close up? Like I just started to get really nervous as I was by myself. And, and then, you know, my inner dialogue, whoever that was, my higher self, my guides, whatever, it doesn't matter. The other part of me, my soul was like, it's just temporary. It's going to go away. And I started to just anchor into that. Like the, I have a full body, like rash hives whatever this is going to go in the next 10 minutes it's just temporary because there's a piece of me that's like I immediately was spiraling into oh my god is this going to last all day am I going to have to like cancel cancel the things I have today uh is this going to turn into something else am I going to have to go to the ER like I'm just like and I immediately was like no it's just temporary it's going to go away and so I was like okay I know it's going to go away so I'm just going to move on with my day and I just moved on with my day and it was gone within the next like 10 minutes I actually was going to go to the store to get some uh, antihistamine and it went away. Like actually by the time I got to the store and I was like, that was because I just decided it was temporary and look, it, it left. And I think even just moments like that of, of that, where how crazy is that the body can change so quickly? Like literally within seconds of me taking the supplement, my whole body starts to shift. Like I'm completely swollen uh, I have a rash everywhere. Like I looked like a different person. And then when it went away, it went away really fast. And I, once again, looked like a different person. And it's like, wow, transformation is always happening. Everything is temporary. And maybe that scares you in some ways. For me, that is liberating because it's like, great. Everything's temporary. That means things can only get better onward and upward. So, <laughs> uh, once again, stuff that we already know. But I think hearing it in a different way, with different context, at a different time, at least for me, always unlocks something different. And that has been really helpful for me and something my guide just uh, have kept reminding me of. I'm like, yeah, everything's temporary. So like, I'm not going to keep 
spending time focusing on the things that I want to be temporary. I'm just going to start focusing on like the things I do like because if it's temporary and it's going to go away, I'm not going to waste my energy on it. See? See what I'm saying there? So what are you wasting your energy on? Anyway, this is getting totally derailed. This is the thing. I try to, in the first like minute of the show, say what we're going to talk about for the day because that's like good practice. But I really hate knowing what I'm going to talk about for the day because it's very not the flow of a channel at all. So I don't know what we're going to talk about today and I just got to lean into it. I think I have just... There's layers of this, but I'm just like anything that's feeling uh, hard, I just, am, I'm just, I know thank you too. Like it's got to feel like ease. And I don't mean like anything that's feeling hard, like trust me, I'm probably too comfortable with like challenges that expand me, like facing my ego, doing my shadow work, like, a, like that kind of hard, I can do. Like facing the tough shit, I can do. But what I mean is like things in my life that just feel like an ordeal. It feels like, why are there so many steps? Why has this become overcomplicated? Like, why do we need to do it? Why are we adding all this extra shit? Like, why is it? It's just like feeling like too many damn steps. Like, I don't have time for it. I don't want to do it. I'm becoming allergic to it. Like, it's like, don't forget to do this. And then 500 things here. And I just like can't. I just got to make it as easy as possible. So I don't know if anyone else is feeling that way, but... I think that's a big energy coming through because like our vibrations want to be shared so clearly, potently, effectively that all of this extra stuff, you know, my guides keep telling me it's a very humbling moment. Like I'm, I'm like asking all these questions. I'm like in my Akashic Records asking all these questions. They're like literally stop. This is all, this is all distractions. This is all, all distractions. None of this matters. It's all extra. Like stop it. Stop it. Like, what do you want? To, what do you want? What do you desire? What's making you feel good? And just focus on that. And everything else needs to just fall to the wayside. We have gotten so used to clutter. It is the distraction mechanism. And as a lot of us step into this rebirth, this new chapter, it's just, the key is to start to recognize where we have been really distracted. And that's going to come to the forefront because, and that could be, you know, where things in our reality, like so, like social media or emails or like, I don't know, things going on in your neighborhood or whatever are just distracting you. It's also like where you're keeping yourself distracted because you don't want to look at what's what's right in front of you. And you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> you know, you can run, but you can't hide. Okay, so um, a couple things. We are just going places here. So one of the things that has really happened like changed through my, through the last eclipse for me personally, Christina, <laughs> has been a couple things. I really like, okay, one, which I'm not going to spend that much time on. If you guys listen to my new birthday and new me podcast episode, you know what I'm talking about. But I feel like for a while it was like, I was really like, I haven't fully processed this, but like for a while it was really like both of those birth charts and both of the energies of like, like both of those were really potent and I was kind of integrating, connecting with both. And it just feel like some, it felt like something shifted, like something really completed regarding my first birth date, birth chart, something really, really completed. And I felt, I feel like I'm way more in the new energy now. Like I, like, it's just really weird. And it's not like the old one is gone. I just feel like before, maybe I was like 75% in Aries and like 25% a Cancer. And like, it kind of just changed into like, now I feel like I'm like 30% in Aries and 70% a Cancer's, a Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. Like, I don't know, something changed and also part of that was because it's like I'm a lot more in that other chart now that also opened something up for me like very different just channeling wise. So, you know, I don't know. There's just feelings going on. Anyway, long story short, um, I and I've already kind of implemented this places, but this is the first podcast I'm recording about it. 
anyway, so like my channeling kind of like changed a bit and this is something I, I was doing before, but it wasn't like the main way I was going about it. Like if we talk about, you know, I'll consciously channel where I'm, you know, just kind of sharing what the guides are saying, what I'm seeing, all of that. And, but I'm still very much in the driver's seat. And then there's when I go into trance. So I basically go into a trance, they come in, speak through the vessel. You know, I don't know where I'm, where I'm at. I'm, I'm up somewhere else and I'm getting a lot of the information like vibrationally. And it looks like I'm looking at the old, like, windows screensaver with the colors (laughs) it's like that kind of energy uh so there's that but I was really struggling with like something that I really want to find an effective way to bring forward which thankfully I've gotten a lot of clarity around this is just like my how can I give people a peek into my experience with the guides and what's going on like what's that what is that feeling like for me what is my experience like and really like there's a lot of conversations I have with my guides and remember like so I perceive my guides like holograms around me like when I'm like they're all around me in my room like I see them like people okay and so when I'm having a conversation it's like a very much like as if I'm having a conversation back and forth with a person uh or same when I have a client and their guides come in and they're like basically holograms sitting next to me and so I'm like it's like I'm talking to a person I'm like I wish I could like film this like a movie you know And I wish people could see inside of that. And I think the other thing I've been running into, it's like when I, when I go into trance, I want to be able to have kind of like more of a back and forth because the guides, that just, that just feels better. The guides have a lot more to say and it's hard when I'm like fully in the trance. So anyway, kind of what has been happening and this has a lot to do with like a lot of the DNA shifts I talked about last year and like how my vessel has changed and um has basically just been and I knew this was coming it just wasn't like anchored in but through the eclipse fully anchored in it was basically now what will happen is they will I will pop out like I will pop out and I'm basically like I know this is gonna sound freaking insane but what else is new here I will basically pop out to where like it's like I'm looking, I like, it's like I could see myself like I'm seeing the other guy. So like I'm kind of popping out, but I'm, st- I can still access my consciousness. And then the frequency of the, of the guide will come in and use the vessel and talk through me. But then the guide can be talking to my consciousness and I can still be asking questions. Uh, so it's almost like when I'm, how can I describe this better? I just want to be really clear. <laughs> I think this is interesting, but also just so you know, because it's going to change and I like it because I can be more interactive and I can read things and it's a lot more like integrated. Um, when I'm consciously channeling, think of me as person A, Christina, person A, and she's watching, she's looking at all the spirit guides. They usually stand in a half circle around me and I'm looking at all of them and I'm listening to them. And I'm repeating what they're saying or I'm answering, I'm, you know, they might say something and then person A, Christina, the conscious channel, is expressing that. And that could look like one of the spirit guides asking me a question or saying something and then person A, Christina, is expressing that. So now what can happen? I mean, this could happen before. It just wasn't fully... There's ba- there were basically a lot of activations that had to happen. I went through some intense energy work for this um, to like actually get ingrained and to like download the consciousness, whatever. You don't really care. <laughs> now what can happen is person A in the vessel could be goddess Isis. That's what we just did. I just did the embodied goddess call or that was Sophia came through. We just did this. But anyway, so let's say goddess Isis comes in. And now she's person A and goddess Isis as person A is looking around at this half circle of the guides. One of those is Christina's consciousness. So basically Christina's consciousness can ask person A the question and then Isis can like be like, okay, Christina's asking this. I know this is my, my, you might be like, what the hell? We're going to, we're going to do it. I'm probably going to mostly do it this way now because it's just a lot easier 
a lot more fun. So anyway, I think that was a perfect example for me in my own life of like knowing that change was going to happen, but it just wasn't like time. And then it became time because it was the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And here we are rebirthed fresh anew, you know? And I think, so something that's interesting that I kind of wanted to connect it with is, so, you know, this calls into question as I'm doing this, as I'm moving through that process, it's kind of like, how interesting is that? That like basically a different frequency can come through and use the vessel. Like this whole channeling thing, you know, really pushes the boundaries of like, I don't know. A lot of things I learned as a psychology major, you know, and just like different personality, things like that. It's like, where is the line here? You know, and the line in my mind is control, control over it. And like, it's, I mean, it's really, you know, how does this affect this person's life? And like, for me, I'm in complete control and choosing the frequency and I know the frequency Uh, And it's like completely grounded and connected. It's a very different energy. Recently, I have been traveling a lot. And so I've really needed to make sure I have some clean snacks on hand. I know some people are just like, they don't ever snack. I snack. So just FYI. I have been leaning into my Paleo Valley snacks. My favorite are their superfood bars. I'm so picky about bars. A lot of bars really upset my gut. A lot of them just have so many crazy ingredients. These are super clean. I feel amazing when I eat them. They are made with over eight organic nutrient-dense superfoods plus grass-fed bone broth protein. So they're nutrient-dense and they're so delicious and actually make you feel good. Plus, I'm getting the benefits of that grass-fed bone broth protein for healthy bones, muscles, skin, blood vessels, and more. Great for hair, skin, and nails. There's no gluten, grains, soy, or added sugar. So no natural flavors or preservatives, corn, oats, denatured proteins, any of that stuff. They're cold processed, less than four grams of sugar. Like I seriously am obsessed with these. They have so many great flavors. Their red velvet and lemon meringue are newer and I am literally obsessed. I also love the dark chocolate chip and the apple cinnamon, but I'll be honest, I have been eating the red velvet like so much. I feel like I'm becoming this red velvet superfood bar. And I know this is super weird, but I just really feel like the lemon meringue tastes like a yellow starburst if it was healthy. I don't know. I'm obsessed. I know how hard it is to find good bars, so I highly recommend these. I eat these most days, and they're just so easy to keep in my bag, have on hand, and they make me feel great. Like, you don't feel like you're eating a processed food. And then the other snack that I absolutely love from Paleo Valley are their pasture-raised turkey sticks and their 100% grass-fed beef sticks. There are no other beef sticks or turkey sticks on the market that are this clean that are actually made from 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef, and 100% pasture-raised turkey. Most snack stick products out there use GMO corn-based citric acid encapsulated in hydrogenated oils to process their products. Paleo Valley ferments their sticks so they are shelf stable without the use of any chemicals or any of those other questionable ingredients. It's just such a quick easy snack great to have on the go and great to have protein. If I am traveling, if I'm driving, if I'm on a plane and I'm really hungry it's easiest for me just to lean into some protein personally. That way it just like turns off my hunger signals and I don't need to worry about it and I feel like a lot of other snacks because they're not protein based you're just still hungry. So I am obsessed with the turkey sticks, the beef sticks, the superfood bars. Definitely try these out if you haven't already. They are so great to have on hand and I eat them every single day. So if you want to try them out or check out any of Paleo Valley's other products, head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. I highly recommend all of their products. Their products are all whole foods based. I use literally all of their supplements. It's just so high quality eating real food and you will feel the difference because your body actually knows how to process it. So again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-1-5 will get you 15% off. I was watching the new on Netflix, like the Queen Charlotte series that's like a spinoff of Bridgerton, which I just am obsessed with. 
I love Bridgerton. I probably watched it. I probably watched it at least 15 times, both seasons. So anyway, I've been watching the Queen Charlotte one, which is excellent. I really love. And in it, and I know a lot of like historically, a lot of this is like muddied, but like, you know, how much is accurate, whatever. Basically like that King George was struggling with mental illness and a lot of it, I mean, that brought up a lot. You know, I think like, I just feel really, really grateful that I'm in this incarnation now. And I think, you know, a lot of us, like, I know that things might not be perfect, but there is more space for us to fully express ourselves than ever before. And I understand there are limitations to that, you know, um, for different people and different experiences, but overall, like, you know, think about something like the witch wound, you know, and all of us, I mean that there are spirituality podcasts and I know some people might feel like, well, it's still not widely accepted. And it's like, okay. But like, uh, you know, there were times when we would be not able to do this. We would be put to death for this. And that's a big reason why, you know, we have a lot of those fears deep within of expressing ourselves, of sharing this parts, these parts of ourselves, because they, we have that, past life memory. We have that soul memory of, okay, when I expressed myself here, uh, in whatever way, whether that was like related to your spirituality or really anything that we got punished for it. Um, and we can have that, that memory, you know, and I, I was just thinking a lot about like, you know, back then, there were a lot of things that were taboo and you just didn't do it like, like in, in that, um, society. But one of the things they really explore in that series is, you know, the king having that, you know, they say he's mad, like I'm a madman. That's like the phrase they use, uh, British. (laughs) And they're exploring like how that was really like taboo and basically would have made him, I don't know what the term is, like couldn't, if people found out he couldn't be king anymore and all of that, like it was a very, um, <sighs> taboo thing, mental illness. And, you know, I know for myself when I was struggling a lot with my anxiety and depression and I had different diagnoses, I felt this liberation of being able to just like talk about that and express that where, and I, I think about like you know, for people who really were struggling, like there are, and, and there are still many people in this situation of like, like they're struggling and they're not able to get the help that they need or get the answers that they want, um, or that they really need because they would be shamed or punished or put down or whatever it is, cast out. There'd be serious repercussions for even like admitting that they, they struggle with that, you know, and I know for me, I'm just really grateful. Like I, in this incarnation, in this incarnation, like was able to ask for help, was able to say, I am at the time, you know, I was severely depressed and I'm having suicidal thoughts and like I, or my anxiety or my panic attacks, like things I, I was able to go ask for help about. Uh, and you know, I wasn't met with open arms from everyone, but, uh, all in all, you know, I was able to get the help that I, that I needed and that took different forms. And, and, you know, I just think I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, you know, the other thing that I, as I'm watching this depiction in this show, you know, and this, it's like, I'm watching this right now and it's like very timely as I'm already thinking about like, this is wild. Like what I do, like I never would have thought I'd be doing whatever I'm doing now. Like, like the fact that my daily life is like talking to non-physical beings. Like this is what I primarily do as, as my career and my personal life. Like, uh, the veil is thin. And I, and I look at some of the depictions like of King George in the show and just like in like scary movies and things. And I'm like, 
this is different. There are certain ways in which this isn't that different than what I'm experiencing. The, other, the only thing is I have context and I'm not afraid of it. Like in certain ways, like I'm in control of it or I have context where I know what it is. So I'm not like freaking out, you know, it's like in scary movies or I think about like in Harry Potter, you know, Chamber of Secrets and he's like hearing the basilisk talk and he's like, oh my God, am I crazy? I'm hearing voices. And it's like so funny because I'm like, you guys are at Hogwarts and you're freaking out about hearing a voice. Um, and they make some comment like, that's not normal. And I'm like, <laughs> here's the thing. Most people hear voices. They just like, it sounds like their own. And I'm like, I hear voices all the time. The difference is like, I know who it is. Like, I know who it is and I'm, I'm in control of it. I have like, it's not just popping in when I don't want to hear it. Uh, I open it and I close it. Like, I have total control over it. And it's not a scary thing. It's just like, it's actually being fully aware of the non-physical realm, which is still here. It's like actually being able to, to see what other people can't see. So my, my senses aren't as dulled. And that's the thing. You got to realize, like when we first got on this planet, everybody was psychically open. Everybody was seeing like not just the 3D stuff, but they were seeing the different levels of density. We were seeing the different layers. <laughs> People were talking to their spirit guides, like we're picking up on different things like that, that, the, those voices how come it's okay for that for somebody to say I was talking to God God was talking to me I heard it as a loud man how come that's okay for some people to say and it's apparently not okay for other people to hear a man that's love voice and suddenly they're crazy and I think a lot of that has to do with what is the voice saying right because I mean this is the thing it's like it's like you know when internet chats start opening up and it's like, you got to be careful who you're chatting with. You got to be careful who you're chatting with. Uh, <laughs> it's the internet. Anyone could be on there. Anyone could be catfishing you. It's the same thing with your intuitive gifts. Like it just is what it is. Like the same, the same, the same thing. I think about this, like people are like, get all scared about opening up their psychic sense. Who am I going to talk to? And I'm like, I don't know who you're going on that hinge date with because they could be catfishing you. It's literally no different. It's just a different realm. So it's like knowing who you're communicating with and like if it's a being that's not of the highest light and love, then no thank you. Let's clear that. Let's remove that. You're not allowed here. And we're being specific with who we are chatting with. I go in depth about this in my psychic development course. Like if you if you really want to access this and do it responsibly, I highly recommend my psychic development course. I do the full training on this. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm watching this depiction of King George in this show and I'm like, okay, in a different context, what he's experiencing could very much just like be his psychic gifts open. And like what my guides are saying as I'm watching this, I'm like, this is so interesting. They're like this, like, and, and he even says, there's a line in the show where he says something like, I'm in between worlds and I don't know which is which. And I'm like, you know, what's interesting is like, when I have tuned in, ask, like, get clear, like, what's my gift? One of my gifts is that I'm, that's like, that's like my gift. Like, that's what I'm here to share to people that like, I'm able to be in between worlds at the same time and not forget. And, and basically just like not have that veil there all the time. And a lot of times people are, it's easier for, for people to like kind of be in one world and then transition in the 3D. And it's harder for them to like kind of hold both at the same time obviously depends on on the person but like that's part of my gift is like being able to be in multiple worlds at the same time and still stay grounded in it you know so I just think it's really interesting that you know we're watching this this depiction of like essentially they're saying like like he's crazy his mental illness or something wrong with him is how it's being perceived and it's like is there something wrong or is this like you know someone is psychically intuitively open like open energetically open and not aware of what's going on they don't know how to control it and I also think this is really interesting with multiple personalities where you know I've asked I've asked the guides about it and one of the things that they were saying is <laughs> they kind of get the comparison of like okay Christina when I go into my Akashic records and I tune into my different incarnations I have different names in those different incarnations and different personalities in each and different life scenarios going on in each. And imagine if, as I'm anchored into this vessel, all of that awareness 
came into me at the same time at the same time and started switching off so I just kind of started switching off into my like the different aspects of my soul expression and it wasn't compartmentalized like we experience it here and there's not a control to it that's a way spiritually in which like multiple personalities could be perceived I hope that's I hope that's making sense because here's the thing like you right now you're experiencing you know whatever your name is your current life circumstances whatever but you also are your soul is being expressed in other realities where you have a different name, where you have different life circumstances, where different things are going on. And people have experienced spontaneously, like people go to sleep sometimes and wake up in the other reality of them. Sometimes you go there in your, in your dreams. But sometimes people, like people have actually literally just like actually swapped. That can happen. Um, I mean, there's also the, the walk-in experience, but you know, kind of different. But imagine if right now, like, your other, the other part of your soul just like came in with all of that knowledge and awareness about that other personality and those other life circumstances. And there wasn't like any, any control over it. And like this other personality is coming in. One way to look at it. And I think, you know, I kind of struggle with even the terms. Like for me, it was really liberating when I had anxiety and depression I was diagnosed with those things was actually really liberating for me to like just own like I had mental health issues and I now just have like it's like was it an issue though I think when I think about it for myself you know what was it an issue and I think a lot there's a lot of different um personality disorders, different diagnoses. I was looking at some of the questions and I just felt like it was just really connected in because some people were asking about just like the spiritual, spirituality of certain things, the spirituality of mental illness, someone said. Um, what about bipolar? What might that be? And I think when we, when we look at a lot of these different things, it's like, you know, a lot of things that were labeled issues or illness was just, I we don't understand this. And this is not looking like what we are used to or what we know how to handle. So therefore, it is an issue or an illness. Like, is it an issue or an illness though? Or is it just a different expression and we don't understand that? I think that's the thing of like, what do we push away as this is, this is not correct. The, the body, the brain is not working correct because it's not what we know. We've got to be careful of that, right? And I think when we start to explore a lot of these I'll call them mental health issues, whatever, from a spiritual perspective, it is really powerful. I've done a podcast, I know at least one, if not multiple, on anxiety and depression specifically. And like really looking at, you know, where I think a lot of mental health issues, it is looking at where is the veil really thin in this person's, and I've talked about this with ADHD too, like they're very energetically, spiritually, psychically open and, and aware. Where is this a spiritual soul, a soul calling to live more in alignment where the, like the depression, the anxiety can be, I'm out of alignment. I'm not living my authenticity. There is something incorrect vibrationally here. It's, or it could be picking up on too much stimuli, things like that with a lot, a lot of the anxiety or having a lot of energy cords or attachments. That's a big one. Having, having an energetic attachment. That's a huge one with, um, different mental illnesses. So I definitely would recommend checking out those episodes on anxiety, depression, ADHD, things like that, because I take a much deeper dive into it. Um, but yeah, by bipolar. So which, what's interesting is there, and you could do this with anything, right? Like, so the energy of it is these really intense emotional swings. And a lot of this can be really connected, like energetically, vibrationally. If I'm looking at an energy body, we really would want to look at like the root chakra and the crown chakra. Like, are we connected to source? Are we, are we connected to like, like fully connected with our higher purpose and also grounding? Like grounding is huge. And for a lot of people, there's sort of like this it's like a dissociation, like a disconnection from their body. Like people are not fully in their bodies or kind of popped out of their bodies. There can also be a resistance to emotions. And so we're really looking at like, what is this person and like heart chakra, like things like straight up the, the chakras will tell you a lot about this, right? 
we want to look at groundedness. Is this person grounded or there's kind of like disconnection or kind of floating outside of their body? Uh, what is the relationship with the with emotions and where have there been a lot of emotions? Oh, this is interesting. A lot of intense emotions that have been basically swept under the rug that are just still stuck in the energy body from other lifetimes as well, like this one and other lifetimes. So then when something triggers that emotion, so say it's like, sadness what what is you're you're touching the top of the mountain <laughs> uh you're touching the tip of the iceberg and they feel a little like something triggers the sadness but then what's getting pressed on is the entire iceberg because none of that's been cleared out and so then they're going deep into like into all of the emotion and there's still a lot of connection like energetically uh, a lot of, I'm just seeing a lot of energy cords to other experiences. Like there, there needs to be a big energy clearing and a big grounding and a big being brought into the body and clearing from the, those energies from other lifetimes as well, because that can lead to a lot of these like, like swings and it, it's like almost like a disconnection between the chakras, for example. Right. And there's almost like this healing of the relationship with, with emotions themselves, you know, and, and a lot of these things are, um, other incarnations like that are affected, like this is soul level stuff for, for a lot of people. Not always. Every single person is going to be different. I'll tell you that right now. Um, every single person is very different, but those are some things. What else with, with, um, I think if someone's, uh, has bipolar, I would really work with an energy healer to get a lot of those chakras like put back into balance because a lot of this is a reconnection and a, and a lot of it is like where where is the field to open? You know, I'll tell you like this is a way that like the way that I maintain, I guess, control with my channeling, with all the like input I get. If I was just fully open on blast like and I wasn't really calibrating my field, I would not be okay. Like it was 44, 44 when I said I would be so overstimulated. I would not be able to differentiate things. Like it would be way too much. I would not be okay. When I and I when I have the overstimulation, I I could go into like a, a mental emotional spiral and like fly off the handle uh because there's just too much stimulation. So a lot of that it, it can be kind of like it's not a shutting off of of the field. Like you know actually this came up the other day in a, in a session. It's like not sealing the energy field but like closing up the holes and the leaks and being very specific about what's allowed in and what's allowed out to like calm the system down. And so like not everything is on full blast. Like even, even our, the feeling of our emotions, you know, this empath piece is, is a big piece here, but a lot of this is energetic attachments and, and, and having a lot of energetic attachments and intentionally that are pulling us back into places or pulling us back into people and, and, and feeling other people's stuff as well so intensely. And there's things we can do to kind of like dull it. I don't want to say dull it down because I feel like that has like, but it is kind of like doling it down. Like, look, I don't need my guides to be on volume 100. Like y'all are on volume 15 and I can hear you just fine. And if you're on volume 100, I would be not okay. Like, because it would just be too much. So um, that's a really interesting thing. Like there's a lot of emotional core to different people and a lot of like being pulled into their energies as well. Yeah. Those are some things with bipolar. That's really fascinating. Um, anything, anything else about that? Like understanding it's, it's like, okay, I am hypersensitive. I'm hypersensitive. And so I have to learn to work with that. And so when we understand that of like, I feel things really deeply, I, I like, I can walk into a room and if there's a Glade plug-in, I feel like I'm going to die. Like my brain's going to explode. It's like with the bipolar piece, I'm understanding like, like, like they're just saying hypersensitive to frequency, to vibration. And that is not like it's learning to work with this, learning, learning to work with it and see, okay, well then how does my energy body get to be adjusted the same way? Like if I'm an empath, like how am I going to like work with that? I'm not going to like live my life thinking I can't do anything. I can't be around people because I'm an empath. It's like, okay, so this is where we're at. So then energetically, what can we do to adjust this? You know, um, 
And the reason I don't like the doling down term is because I really, I don't believe in like turning things off. And I think, you know, I know a lot of the medications that I have quite a few very close friends who have been diagnosed with bipolar and I've seen, you know, a lot of sometimes the medications just really like, I mean, you know, just like numb them out and it's like, they're kind of like disconnected and like not present. And it's like, that's like too much turning down of the volume. So it's actually like learning to work with these emotions and actually a lot of emotional release, emotional release, like with a professional, with a practitioner in a healthy space to start to move that energy out will really like shift the ability to like work with that. It might not manifest as much as the bipolar. Uh, like they're, they're like showing me kind of like, like, like manic depressive, buckets and like emotions that go with those and it's like dumping out the buckets because like your stress bucket might be different so I I think a great example I'll say like I was just talking to somebody else about this I was like my friend was saying uh because we both have had chronic illness she's like it just like sucks because I feel like how come I can't work the same way other people do and I'm like we it's it's not a comparison or a better than or worse than or like there's something wrong with us it's like my stress bucket is just different there's a lot of things that other people might be able to handle but like my stress bucket already has a lot in it and so something that might not be too much for someone else is too much for me where it puts my body over the edge and my body can't keep up with it um that's it just is what it is and so I know that about myself because my stress bucket is different and similarly other people I'm sure there are certain things that I can do no problem and I bet if a lot of people received a lot of the psychic input I receive on an everyday basis that would be way too much for their stress bucket and might put them over the edge and their body wouldn't be able to deal with all of that, you know? So it's like just realizing all of these things that we're processing all the time, emotions, physiologically, and that's just a lot to be working with. And so just knowing your body and what's going to, what's going to work for you and like the different levels of like, okay, well, what, what's going to help me in terms of how can I dump out what's in my stress bucket? And do I know what really adds a lot to it? So you can replace stress with I mean, whatever it is. So yeah, a lot, a lot of like releasing that, what can kind of help to reset it, to start to figure out like, okay, what am I extra sensitive to? What does that feel like? How do I start to work with this? Um, things like that, you know? So, you know, when it comes to mental health issues, I really, really believe in a holistic approach. I think there's a lot that we can do w- with diet and supplements, you know, obviously working with uh, mental health professionals And I think there's a lot we can do energetically. And I think just like looking at it from different angles can be really expansive for people. Uh, But I always think a really valuable question is like, if I decided that this wasn't something wrong with me, but rather indicating to me something that wants to be shifted or released or expanded or looked into, what else could I find here? The same way like, when I had my allergic reaction, right? It's not It's not that there was something wrong with my body. Like my body was responding as it needed to respond. My body was responding in a healthy way to protect me from whatever I was just having that allergic reaction to. Like had, had I not had that allergic reaction, that would have been bad because I probably would have kept taking that supplement and then I wouldn't have realized what that was doing negatively to my body. So my body, it wasn't that my body was wrong or bad or not working. It was like, that was what was supposed to happen. Because it was giving me information that I got to look into to see, okay, that that doesn't resonate for me anymore. Hopefully that makes sense. So I don't know. This kind of went all over the place. But I hope this was interesting and helpful. Um, things I'm thinking about. Changes. Shifts. Diving deeper. Thinking about things in, in new ways. And I feel really grateful that I live in a day and age where I can talk about this. And I can explore this. And... Um, you know, my job, like, I, I'm not trying to, like, put my beliefs on anyone else. I feel like my beliefs are kind of, like, never really fixed anyway. I'm just always kind of living in transition with those. But it's really just more to bring different ideas forward for, you know, channel that for myself, too. And, like, and anyone listening of, like, what about this, though? And not not to for anyone to take it on, um, for it to need to be, like, the new information. It's not that. It's just, like, well, let's just look at everything and like, well, what if that, what if that, and like live in the exploration and live in the question because that can unlock something an insight for you individually. That could be really helpful in, in your life, you know? So it's just about being in the exploration, asking more questions and, and seeing 
if we can just add more perspectives and more angles instead of just looking through one lens, you know? So you don't have to throw out old perspectives to also invite in new ones. I think that's really liberating to live in. So let me know how this lands. If you enjoy this, please take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me, tag at Christina the channel podcast. We can repost you and say a big thank you. If you have a question or a topic for us to explore, a little channel about it on the pod, go to christinathechannel.com slash pod, christinathechannel.com slash pod and submit it there. And then I can put it in my doc start, you know, to keep knocking out some of these great questions and topics. Thank you again so much for listening in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.